Welcome back to Rockstar 101. His name is Brandon. He is the, the DJ. His name is Shim. He is the rock star. And I warned Shim before we started recording this stuff, no fake tooth, man, because they full on pulled out the uh, the root earlier this week and it still hurts. We're filming, we're recording this on Thursday and they did this thing on Monday and it still hurts to this day. And you can even hear a little bit more of like a, I can like hear a little this, bit of a lift. You can't, not a little talk, bit, a lot, a lot. Bitch. Yeah, well, it's from it's from son that. Of, so son, if you're only hearing this, if you're listening to this on uh, now, I'm hearing it like big time. Yeah, uh, Spotify <laughs> or Apple Podcasts or over on Google Podcasts. Um, that's where that list that 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 like high pitched S's are coming from. It's because that tooth is gone. And I got to tell you, man, I I it didn't register in my brain what they needed to do. I mean, they told me like they're gonna make a bridge. And they told me like, hey, Get over it. we need to, 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 well, they were like, we need to pull, the, like, oh, you need to do an extraction is what they call it. You have, we have to do an extraction. I know. So I didn't think too much of it. I was like, yeah, not that big a deal. I'll go in um, and it, like lickety split will be good. Not lickety split. So here's what they do. Lickety so obviously split. they. Lickety split is the American version of Bob's your uncle for all Australians in the audience. Really? Yeah. So is that, that's what means like like really quick, good to go. Bob's your uncle. Old. Sweet and done, Bob's easy peasy, Japanese. Bob's your uncle. We had a sound guy <laughs> for three months. He couldn't get it. He was like, oh, I love you guys. Uh, Crocodile Dundee, uh, that's not a knife. And then we were like, yeah, Bob's your uncle. He, we told him what it was. And then after every show, we'd go to him and say, hey, man, how was the, how was the show for you? And he'd go, Uncle Bob. <laughs> and we'd go, no, it's Bob's your uncle. Sorry, next day. Uncle Bob, fucking awesome. Anyway, you too. Did he ever? Never got it right. Never. I think he meant it as a gag afterwards because he was just having a joke. But yeah, let's 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 go on for the the fucking epic story that is your middle tooth. Uh, It's not an epic story, but the fact that it's right smack dab in the middle. Um, And so what happened was they novocaine it up, so you're numb, right? You think there's going to be some sort of advanced technique here? There's not. It's literally a pair of pliers. She clamps down and goes like this, just back and forth until finally just goes and it pops right out. God. And then she goes and she sutures it up, you know, like a gauze in my mouth. If you want to see the pictures, by the way, I don't want to, don't want to hear the fucking story. I'm not I'm saying just, this to you. I'm saying this to somebody listening to the podcast. What I know that sheer, they don't either, but I feel like odd, someone else wants to fucking see your mangled face. After a tooth gets Oh, there's out. weirdos out there, man. There's weirdos out there. You can go to my Instagram. Uh, it's at the real Brandalorian. You can see a picture of there's a picture with the gauze stuffed in there, and then I actually pulled that out, and you can see this gigantic hole in my oh, face. Wow. So, okay, cool. Just had to get that out there. So if you're watching this and you're like, oh my God, look at Toothless Joe over there. What's going on? on it's here. that's why. And I have to wait now. It's either next Monday, but it might even be a week and a half until I get a new tooth in. So we might have like two to four episodes of me. I can dig it. I can dig it, man. That. So anyway, so you were up late last night there, buddy. A little bit. A little bit. Why? I got a, um, and I don't think I can do it again. I um, So check it out. I uh, have met a gentleman named Oversight, who is a mod. Uh, shout out to Oversight and shout out to all of my mods um, on Twitch. So basically, uh, he helps to coordinate raids. So we discussed what a raid was before. So he hit me up and he there, there's a radio station that he works with and they were like, cool, we're going to raid Shim's stream, 
But the time difference meant that it was 11 p.m. for me. Now, general etiquette is if you get a raid, you got to do a couple, a raid song or two. You got to stop what you're doing, especially if it's a sizable raid, and you got to say hi to the new people. And you mm-hmm. got to fucking, you got to put on a bit of a show for them. You got to stop what you're doing. If you're in the middle of something boring, stop doing something boring. Do something interesting for a little while and say, hey, here's what okay. I do. This is why you should stick around. I'm awesome. Follow my channel. Now, at 11 p.m., uh, two nights, three nights ago now, uh, I was set to go. And then my kid got sick. He got like a little oh. 20, he got a 24 hour bug and he was just flipping out. And I had to hit up the mod, uh, oversight. Sorry, man, last minute thing. Can't do it. It's and it's 11 o'clock. It's like, it's already kind of tough because like 11 o'clock and I work in the spare bedroom, like most people do mm-hmm. when you work from home right next door to the kids. So now my kid's sick and screaming and I'm going to be in the other room screaming my head off. And so I had to can it. We moved it to Friday. I fucked up the time. I just had it in my head. Whenever whenever someone in America says that we're going to do it on a Friday, mm-hmm. it's my Saturday. That's just yeah. what it is. It's been like that for years. So he was like, yeah, yeah, okay. So um, we'll do um, uh, Thursday morning, your Friday. And I'm like, okay, cool. My Friday. Great. So Friday night, I'll get everyone out of the house and I'll bust a set at 11 p.m. Light, like just crush it. And mm-hmm. then it, it occurs to me, he's talking 9 a.m. on the East Coast. So he's not talking the following day. The way the time, it was, it's a long fucking story, but basically it, with the time difference, I screwed it up. He had explained it to me a couple of times very clearly. And I was like, I just had it in my head and I had a brain fight. If it's on, if it's on a Thursday, it's my Friday. Because you were Friday. so used to. Yeah. So. Because like, so what we do is the way that we record these, it's generally my afternoon. Yeah. On one day, so like right now it's Thursday. This is your Friday morning, and I even have this on my phone. If you can see that, yeah. So I've, I I specifically had to get this on my phone because remember, it, for a while there, it's only a six-hour time difference. Yeah, yeah. And then it will switch to an eight-hour time difference, and then it and goes to seven. You think it's when super you're easy? Between, it's, yeah. it's it's a it's a pain in the butt. Yeah, and um, so anyway, so I had to go to the to the wife uh, middle of the day and be like, hey, I fucked up. And I've actually got to scream. I got to scream my lungs out tonight at 11 p.m. while you're in the house. We had made an arrangement for them to be out of the house to catch this raid. So now I'm like, I just had to eat it. I literally put. I've got a mattress over here with a kid's spare mattress, and we put mm-hmm. all the couch cushions up against the other side of the door. So it was about as soundproofed as you can get. And yeah, to try to make it as quiet as possible. And then and then I started singing all my quiet songs. So check this out. Normally, so the respectable a respectable stream is three hours. A respectable mm-hmm. amount of time after a raid is about forty five minutes to an hour. If you're planning to finish and you get a big mm-hmm. raid, you go for another forty five minutes to an hour, preferably. So I'm like, cool. Mm-hmm. So I get this raid. I'm thinking I'll sing for an hour. Good, do a good show, catch the follows, make sure everyone has a good time, and say thanks very much. See you on the next one. Then at 30 minutes, I got another raid. Someone just suddenly decided to raid me with another 60 or 70 people. It was uh, Cactus Room. Shout out to Cactus Room for the raid. Then a third raid came in at the last minute. Oh, my minute. goodness. Shim's yeah. just so popular. I can't believe all these <laughs> people this want to over to a stream. This guy named C. Miller Music, if you're listening, go and check out his stream. He's an Aussie, right? So he's mm-hmm. one of the, the more pre, um, popular... 
Aussie streamers who does uh, covers and loop pedaling and stuff. So I've been following mm-hmm. him for a couple of months because he's great and he's a really nice guy and he's an Aussie and support the Aussies, right? So he was put on – at the start of this week, he, he went from having like 100 people in his stream to 2,500. And I hit him up in mm-hmm. the stream. I was like, dude, what the fuck? What happened? Like what – and he was like, yeah, yeah, they put me on the front page for a few days because it's Australian Music Week on Twitch in Australia. Oh. So I went, great, cool, good for you. And then I just- How did I get in on that? Yeah, well, no, I didn't worry about that. I was just like, look, congrats, good for you. He's been there longer, cool. And then I just chatted with him for a couple of days. And then I'm never on at the same time that he's on. He always streams at nighttime because that's his thing. Mm-hmm. That's where his audience is. My audience is in the States. So I stream around like evening time for the States, around 5, five 6 p.m. So I'm never live. So as soon as I, he saw mm-hmm. that I was live, he fucking raided me with two and a half thousand people. He <laughs> was like, oh, cool. You're live. I can raid you now. Boom. And he, and he sends me uh, about 500 people came over in this raid. So now I'm playing for 500 people. It's half past 12 at night and I'm singing my lungs out. And the kids- So this are- is what was happening last night yeah. for you earlier this morning for me because- About six hours as ago, I seven was, hours ago. Yeah. Yeah. As I was doing the morning show- I'm I'm goofing around on YouTube. Now, what you do is that you're broadcasting on Twitch. If you want to interact with Shim, mm. you need to be over on twitch.tv slash The Hollywood Rebellion. It will oh, still pop up on sidebar, YouTube. pause everything. I changed it. I was able to take out the the. So I know that we went through this, but it is a few people actually <sighs> said, oh, it's too... <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I changed it. it okay, it is. so now it's just it's twitch.tv slash Hollywood, Hollywood Rebellion. Rebellion. Moving All right, on. so there you go. That's the new website to go to to follow his Twitch. And as I'm sitting there, I'm goofing around on YouTube during the morning show. And sure enough, it pops up. Shim is live. And I'm like, dude, it's like 1 a.m. there. What the hell is he doing live? So I tuned in. We were in a commercial break. I tuned in. I jumped into the chat even to be like, dude, you need to go to bed. Yeah. Um, like we're recording tomorrow. Yeah. Like go to sleep. Yeah. And you were playing Michael Jackson songs. Yeah. Is that, that by request? Like, like, well, no, I take it back because I know the last one you played Man in the Mirror. That wasn't by request because you said, whoever is the first one to get this right, I'm going to raid your channel. So, okay. I mean, is that what you said? Is I think what I you're said doing? that. The way that I've, I've structured it is that whoever can pick the song first gets a gifted sub. Someone from the Hollywood Rebellion. In fact, Nightmare Rabbit, who is one of our supporters of this podcast, thank you very much, Nightmare, uh, was one of the first to gift a sub in the stream last night. So the way that we've got sort of an unspoken rule that when there's a raid, I'll basically play like one or two songs. And if I go into Man in the Mirror, uh, because it's a very different version, takes people about four lines to get it. And then whoever throws it up in the chat first gets a gifted sub and it creates some good interactivity. Um, I played that song last in the set. So you caught the last song, right? Well, I caught the last two because the, the one before two. that was your version of Billie Jean. Yeah, so it's a, it's a little mashup. Um, and no, I don't take requests at the moment just because I don't know enough songs. Like I played, uh, I played Billie Jean three times last night because there were three raids. I played... Uh, a mashup of um, You're Going Down and an Ed Sheeran song, which is actually dope. I came up with it a couple of days ago. Um, <laughs> I played that twice. I played uh, If You Could Only See by Tonic three times each raid mm-hmm. because people kept saying, dude, play the Tonic song. You sing that really well. Let him hear that one, all the new people. It's like, cool. Mm-hmm. So 
I have to put aside a couple of days and learn a bunch of new songs because I've got about three hours of material, but I've just been cycling mm-hmm. the same fucking songs. Like, and like, eventually my fans are going to get over it. Like, dude, can you find learn one more Three Days Grace song? Pick another fucking, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I feel like I need to send you a list of songs. Learn these. I need I need some um, active rock ballads. I need all the all the songs that were big ballads in the last ten to twenty years on the active rock charts. Oh, I could easily get you that list of stuff, man. Yeah, what? Yeah, can you throw like the stuff? That's yeah, let me like, let me make a note here. Send uh, send Shim a dick song. pic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I I, I checked that out. Yeah, so if you, again, if you want to check out Shim's uh, Twitch stream yeah. you can just go to twitch.tv slash hollywood rebellion he took out the the and um you can so all the stuff that he's talking about where he you know is performing these songs you can go back and watch re-watch like what happened and then when on he's on live you can actually watch it live as well because that's that's how i found out was i was over on youtube yeah and then i actually went to twitch to interact which speaking of which when are we going to start doing this live I was planning It's to, something that we've talked about. I was planning to mention it today, uh, except my internet crapped out. So right now I'm working on a modem. Oh, fun stuff. Yeah, I'm working on my modem because yet again, my fucking land, my hardwired internet is crapped out and it actually dropped Would out. Would you say that you are hardwired to self-destruct? Uh, and it crapped out a couple of times on the stream last you night. You didn't get my Metallica so, reference. And uh, and I I sort of just went through it. I didn't want that to happen to the podcast. I'm sorry, Brandon. I lost you there for a second. I'm sure it wasn't that uh-huh. important. Um, <laughs> Are you there? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. No, I'm, I've got you now. Yeah, I've got mm-hmm. you now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah. But we'll we got to start doing that as well. And if we do that, that'll be that'll actually be good content for this particular day, Thursday or it's Thursday there. So Thursday or Friday. Yes, yeah, Thursday so we'll here in the states. All right, so I think I mean we could go live right now if you want. It's just that uh, if it, if uh, I, I, at the moment I can't read the chat, um, so on, on Twitch? my yeah no on on the Twitch chat for some reason the way that my I don't understand these things, dude. But my 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 chat is not connecting. It goes live and technically broadcasts, and then when I go and watch it on my computer to to reference back, it doesn't play, mm-hmm. and I can't read the chat. Screw so, it. Let's like we don't, let's not go live now. We'll we'll finish this podcast. But we the, the way that we normally do this is we record back to back podcasts. Yeah. You know they drop on Fridays and Tuesdays. At least here in the states, it's going to drop in a different day over obviously in Australia. Um, but uh, no, we'll. Um, Let's let's go. We'll go live with the next one here cool. in like uh, twenty minutes or so. Cool. Yeah. And we'll see. And we'll see what kind of interaction we get. Because I got a few different things I want to talk about. Because I wanted to talk about what was the reason for the Michael Jackson songs too. Was it simply because you're just running out of material, and and that truly is you. That's why you need a new list of songs to learn. Yeah, I, I need new material. I've, I've got the ones that I've learned. I've learned. I mean, I've got a PDF. One of my mods, Geeks Trasari, has put together a PDF of two hundred songs, um, mm-hmm. but I haven't gone through and learned them. And there's a lot of songs on there that are like chick songs uh, that are great, but I need to learn a bunch of guy songs because I already know a bunch of chick songs. So like I need some- you're a chick. Yeah. I need some more Three Days Grace and fucking Godsmack ballads and that Disturbed song and Freebird. Uh, I don't know. I've never even fucking heard Freebird more I'm than trying a to think of, of what song- Man, I'm trying to think of what songs would be good- for you, just give me give me a year of the past ten years that you would want to look up. Like give me like 2015, 2016, 2012. No, I, I go back to 20, 2008. I go back to when music was good. 
top rock charts. And let's see what uh, pops up and see if we can't get you a list of... Uh, well, that would be when <laughs> Puddle of Mud's Psycho came out. Wow. Yeah. Oh, dude. I remember when that was their new song. Oh, God, we're so fucking old. Okay. I know, right? <laughs> this is 12 years ago. Stop and think about that. You have um, The Offspring. You're going to go Far Kid. Disturbs Inside the Fire. Oh, this was right in the thick of when I was down in Florida. Wow. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be the end this of brings our podcast back, for the next 15 the, the minutes. Stuff that we actually, this brings back the stuff that we actually played on that radio station. This was when Guns N' Roses finally released Chinese, Chinese Democracy. Democracy. Yeah. Did Boy, you like they. that record? Eh, not, no, because it's not really Guns it's not really them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, there's a, th- oh, you could uh, cover Three Days Grace's Riot. That'd be a good one. Let's start a riot. Yeah, I could do that. A riot. Let's Ooh, start a riot. riot. Whoa, um, whoa. Let me see here. What were your questions that you had? <clears throat> We had one from Twitter. Squirrel. And this comes from Liz Laughing. She was she asked that she uh, she read an article way back that said that uh, you used to um, watch musicals when you were a kid. And I think you maybe have, have even talked about this on um, the podcast. Yeah. And that's in um, she's wondering, do you think that in, that has influenced how you write music and your lyrics? Big time. Yeah. That's why my lyrics are better than everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> um no uh the lyrics definitely um i remember for anyone who doesn't know anything about musical theater the reason that i liked musical theater is because it's basically the highest form of musical storytelling uh in my opinion because there is so much character development and emotional development and plot based motion forward like it moves the plot forward uh it's like a film script but it's poetic and it and it rhymes and if you ever listen to Stephen Sondheim he had a hard and fast rule that he had to have perfect rhymes all the time you couldn't mm-hmm. you couldn't like Eminem for example is one of the greatest lyricists in the world who does a lot of soft rhymes which is where you'll change the way a word sounds a little bit or you'll use a word that isn't an exact rhyme and then you'll just pronounce it a little differently to make it work yeah He's even talked about that in interviews about yeah. how he's like just he's like there's technically not a word that rhymes with orange. orange. I've heard but this. He can change Porridge, how George. he says something, or he put like yeah, put an accent, or just emphasize a different syllable. Yeah, and that will make it so that you can technically. I've make seen something that one. It was with the guy from Sixty Minutes or CNN, or it was an interview. I, I remember when he actually said that. he was like he actually said I, I it, it irritates me when people say that nothing rhymes with orange, and he's like, there's plenty of things that rhyme with orange. You just got to say it correctly. And he's and I I think mm-hmm. he said like I went. Um, I went with I went I went to get some porridge with George by the orange tree and and like he just orange orange and it's fu- funny because like he's it's when he says orange it sounds like mm-hmm. he's saying orange but he has just changed it enough that it works with porridge and George and fucking all this he's a fucking genius anyway um, yeah he did it on 60 minutes that's it, it was 60 minutes yeah yeah and um so yeah, I think that listening to musical theater changed how I write music and I go back to it a lot. I like to make my stuff as lyrically dense as possible. I find it more difficult to write simple music, but I always used to think that when I'd listen to Silverchair and Nirvana and Pearl Jam and really simple melodies and stuff uh, mm-hmm. and their lyrics, I'd, I'd go, oh, that's great. That's really, it gets me fucking jacked up on grunge and everything. But I'd mm-hmm. think, why aren't they doing all of this other stuff? 
Like there's all this space between the words. There's all these other notes they could hit. And it took me a mm -hmm. while to go, no, that's the vibe. Like they're making a choice to do that and the other people are making a choice to do the other thing. The difference is that you should learn all of the choices that you have available so you can make those mm. choices as you go because if you haven't learned and you're not aware of them you'll just write the same style of things that's why when i work on the hollywood rebellion every one of the best pieces of feedback is that everything's very diverse i write a lot mm -hmm. of different styles of music on there because i'm not worried about where it's going to land it's not for a puppy's record or a solo record it's for fucking whatever i'm working on at the time yeah there's your there's your answer jules all right. Well, I have um, some songs here from 2008. And it's weird because I'm, I'm looking at multiple charts here. And Puddle of Mud's Psycho I, looks like it was the number one song in 2008. Yeah, those, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, oh, and I, I, do you just want me to go through the top ten here for you from 2008? You've got Disturbs Inside the Fire. Cool. Inside Don't know if that fire. was really something you would want to cover. No. Nah. I'll just, no. I'll just uh, say saving, yay or nay. Saving Able Addicted. Nope. Uh, see their fake it. No. 6 a.m. Life is beautiful. No. <laughs> Why not? No. <laughs> Sorry. See their right. See their rise above this. Uh, I'd be. I'd do fake it before I do. No, I don't think I'd do fake it. <laughs> I do broken. I do breaking. Bro breaking. Broken. Okay. Uh, theory of a dead man. Bad girlfriend. Nope. Three doors down. It's not my time. Yes. Shine Down Devour. Yeah, I don't think that would work acoustically, but I would do that. Yeah, I, I would be happy to cover that. Theory of a Dead Man So Happy. Nope. Um, so that was pretty much it uh, for the top See, I'm ten. I'm a very picky man. Bench. Very picky man. It is the thing. Don't no, you wrong. should be. It's not, it's, you know, it, pick it, a few and learn them. <laughs> it's not that I don't like the songs. It's a matter of whether or not they would translate well to acoustic and to my voice. Yeah. And yeah. uh, fake it is like I don't think that's going to really work acoustic. Maybe it will. I don't know. I'm 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 looking forward to the point where the general um, uh, mode of operation is that you start doing live learns for twenty five bucks. And I haven't started doing them because I don't really know enough songs. Every song would be a live learn because I don't know enough mm -hmm. songs yet, and that's not really fair. But um, <laughs> the the other thing is that um, I I want to learn enough songs, but then also I'm a little bit scared. A little bit scared to be like, oh, well, I've got to learn a song. If someone pays $25 and it lands in my account and then there's a note on it that says, some song you've never heard by a band you've never heard of from the 70s, I'm going to be like, fuck, now I need to listen to this thing like two or three times on stream and go, mm-hmm, okay, go, I'm going to just learn the song because I've never heard it before and then figure out how to play it. It's a bit daunting. Uh, but I'll Is get, there I'll a way that you could do it so that it's it's – like you don't have to sit and listen to the song a couple of times over no, beforehand. No. Like you could, you could almost prep it. No, that's the whole thing with a it's live gotta loan. It's got to be straight live. It's, that's the whole thing of a live loan. Like someone's paying 25 bucks because they, they love this song and they love you and they think that, they, that you would sound good singing this song. So they give you the 25 bucks and you learn it and within like 10 minutes you should sing it for them. That's, and don't get me wrong, I don't think it's sane I think it's a really bizarre fucking thing to do, but it's very, mm -hmm. it's what they do on Twitch. So I'm like, cool, I'll fucking start doing that. People want to, that's, that's the new mode of doing things. There's no more rock shows and stages for a little while. It's live learns oh, and shit. stuff like that. So I'll figure it out. Did you ever, did you ever get to see Aaron Lewis perform his oh, solo acoustic set? God, don't even get me started on that. Fuck. No, really? Because I, I, I got to, and I thought it was a great experience. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about how amazing it is. 
I okay. the first time I saw it, and I, I I got nothing but mad love and respect for Aaron Lewis. And what, one of my favorite experiences with Aaron was meeting him for the first time and finding out he was a fan of my band, which is like that's happened mm. a few times, and it's just the fucking coolest thing in the world. <clears throat> and we hung. He, he he. I remember him pulling into Rock on the Range, and I walked past his bus, and I just sort of gave him a wave, and he actually got up out of his seat and was like, "Yo." yeah, man, I'm just parking. I'm going to come and hang out in a minute. Like, he was happy to see me. And I'm like, dude, you're fucking Aaron Lewis. What the fuck? <laughs> and yeah. um, so we would hang out a lot and we would just talk shit. And so I remember uh, we were doing a, this random fucking show. There was a shed and, and it was literally a shed. Like, it wasn't called a mm -hmm. shed. It was a massive fucking barn that just had seats set up around the side of it. It sounded horrible. And I think it was like, I think Three Days Grace or Theory of a Dead Man or someone was headlining. And there's a bunch of other bands underneath it. It was the first time I saw Aaron Lewis on the bill, just Aaron. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, damn. Like, and I didn't know that he was moving into country yet. Uh, he was still just doing acoustic solo shows of Stained songs and, and like an Originals album. So I went to his bus <clears throat> and I hung out. And dude, for anyone that doesn't know, he smokes the most intense weed he smokes the most most intense weed. I've never. I got contact high within like 10 seconds of being on his bus. It was just... <laughs> I mean, and I don't really smoke weed, uh, but I, I, I was just scared, man, when I went on his bus that I was going to be high <laughs> for my show. I really was. So I went on his bus and he's talking about how the whole thing works. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. But how you, you're going out in front of like 8,000 people. This is a fucking festival lineup. And he's like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's cool. And I'm like, how are you going to hold 8,000 people with a fucking acoustic guitar? It's not a lounge show. This is in Vegas. Like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And he said, no, no, it's cool, man. It works out in the end. And then he just starts showing me the bus. And he's like, dude, it's so great. Like, don't get me wrong. I love touring with the band, but this is such a cool break. And he walks me through the bus. He had the Dixie Chicks bus. They were off tour mm -hmm. and he knew the guy. And so they had a bus that had, it just had a front lounge and three uh, private bedrooms. And so it was mm -hmm. him, a tour manager and a sound guy. That was the whole tour. And I was like, dude, that, that is like a holiday. He was like, dude, it's cheap. There's no overheads. There's no fucking fancy. I don't bring any equipment. There's less insurance. We started talking business about it. <clears throat> and um, and I was like, cool, though, this is great. I'm glad it's working out for you. But I didn't have faith in it. I was like, you're gonna, they're going to scream where the fuck is stained. And then he got out there and he sang one song and the whole place shut the fuck up for 45 minutes. He shut the whole place down. And I was like, and I remember watching him and after about three songs, I was like, why can't I look away? Why am I just mm -hmm. fucking transfixed? And he just has this way of singing and playing the guitar that is unlike anyone else. It's technically boring. It's technically, I think it's meditative. I think he does it in a way that's meditative because he'll be the first to tell you. He knows his songs are slow and fucking down paced mm -hmm. and like he calls it a snore fest. He said it before. He's like, I don't know why people still book us. All our hits are the slow motherfuckers. Like the second half of our set will put you to sleep. Like, mm -hmm. but they want to hear it. Cool. Happy to fucking, happy to abide. Happy to oblige. And I was up there and I just was like, this is the best fucking part of the show. This is definitely the was best he taking, Was he taking requests? No. Nah, um, not at, at that, that show Because no. when, I, when I got to see him, he was, because the one thing that uh, he talked about was, before he broke big with Stained, he would go play kind of cover shows acoustically at local bars. Yeah. And he had to know all these songs because people were going to shout out and request. It's Free always bird. the hits, too. Free like, you, yeah, you yeah. know the songs that people are going to shout out and they're going to want to hear acoustically and stuff like that. So he's kind of got them all back here. 
But even as we're watching him, this was at, I believe it was the Hard Rock Live in, in Florida, which is about seven to 8,000 people, I think. So it'd be about the same size as what you were seeing. It's a, it's a fairly large arena. And it's just him with a stool, a whole series of different acoustic guitars behind him, depending yeah. on what song he's going to play. Yeah. And he would even admit, he's like, look, and like, he's saying like, anybody shout out a song. And you know, you have multiple people shout out a couple times. He narrows it on one person and they get their song out and they like play this one. Yeah. And it was always funny when they're like outside. And he's like, you, he's like, you really don't think I'm going to play that? He's like, I'm going to get to that later. He yeah. goes, make the requests for other songs now. Yeah. He's like, because I'm going to play outside. I'm going to play uh, like the sta- like so far away, yeah, the yeah. stained hits. Yeah, I'm going to get to those. Yeah, but yeah. this is the time yeah. where you guys kind of get to interact and create it's, it's this great. set list. Yeah. And he would even admit it. When he's up there, he's got the guitar and he's tuning it up. And somebody shouts out a song. And he's like, okay. He's like, I haven't played that one in a while. It's in there. I just got to find it. And so he will start playing and he'll, he'll fuck it up. And it's like, yeah. and like he hits something wrong. He's like, wait. And he'll get like a full, uh, a full third into the song and he'll screw something up and he'll be like, ah, shit, hold on. <laughs> and then he kind of goes and, he, and, he, and then he sits and you can see him yeah. thinking like yeah, his, yeah, the yeah. wheels are turning upstairs where he's like, uh, and he's trying to remember. Okay. So the lyrics, and like, okay. And then he goes right back into it and he, and he yeah, would nail yeah, it. Yeah. And it was super like a cool because it was like a interactive. Real yeah. It was fun, and, but it was a big audience, too, and it, the audience was completely enthralled with mm-hmm. what was going on up on the stage. Yeah. It was great. Now, going to you talking about him smoking the, like the dankest weed possible, yeah. <laughs> after this show, we had – because this was at that the, the Hard Rock. So it was at Hard Rock Live, so it's also the casino there where they had poker. And we had a bunch of winners come in where you get to play poker with Aaron Lewis – and you get to play for a chance to win. I think it's an autographed guitar right. by Aaron Lewis. But they were like, we need to make sure the seats are filled. So if all the winners don't show up, I was a backup and like a couple other people who worked at the station were backups just in case. So we sit down. We're all hanging out at the poker table. In comes uh, Aaron Lewis. He is fucked up out of his mind yeah yeah yeah. like he's like he's got the eyes where he's like hey man and he was super cool and he was super chill but you could tell that dude's hot yeah yeah yeah. and it got to the point where in the game in the back of my brain i'm like i can't win this guitar like how douchey is that i work for the radio station i win the poker game that ain't gonna happen so there was one hand where he was playing big and i was like you know what it's free money I really can't win anyway. I'm just going to keep fucking calling him. Yeah. So I would call, I would raise, and he would call, and he would raise, and I took a shit ton of money off him <laughs> simply because I was able to do, like, if it was real money course, and I could technically course. win, probably wouldn't have hung around. Yeah, yeah. But since the, the, the scenario was different, I was able to go in and just completely, you know, push all the chips in and take a whole bunch of money, like money yeah. off of Aaron Lewis. Cons- you know, it was all fake money, yeah, but yeah. it was still a blast, man. But that show was was totally worthwhile going to yeah. if he ever does that again that's something that i would recommend for somebody to go check out especially if he's doing like you know oh. fingers crossed hopefully the arena shows you know live things begin to happen again yeah yeah but I, I, it was totally worth it I actually one of the first lincoln park covers that i learned was a version that he did of crawling mm-hmm. he did a version of crawling oh like, yeah that was off of the reanimation the remix that that he sang on oh i didn't know he sang on that Oh shit! Yeah, so they had they had um, I think the album was called Reanimation because he had him on Crawling. Jonathan Davis is on One Step Closer. It's a great album. Yeah, um, and they just kind of bring, brought in a, a lot of guest 
vocalist. Yeah. And that was one of the songs that he was yeah, on Yeah, didn't there. they have like three versions of Hybrid Theory by the end of that? They had the original, then they had the Jay-Z mashup, or was that reanimation? No, the Jay-Z mashup was something different. That was an MTV mashup thing that they did. They ended up doing it, I think, with some 41 and somebody else. They they, they tried to do it. It wasn't as successful <laughs> Like, they milked Linkin that Park. record for, like, three years, dude. They made so many versions of that album by the end of it. Cause it but dude, they were all really oh, solid versions. No, that was, was the thing. It was oh, it was called Collision Force. That's it. So that that's what it was. Because uh, I remember they, they ended up trying to do that with... Um, a few different artists, and I, if I'm rem- remembering correctly, I think some 41 was one of them. But I'll I'll look it up and we can okay. talk about that later because that was I, man, that album was awesome. No, it, it was, was shit. That was that was a diamond album. Anyway, <laughs> we're at 32. Oh, the well, collision collision course was also after Meteora. That oh, wasn't no, you're just think, after. I'm Hybrid thinking Theory. of a diff- I'm some, thinking of a different one. The one with Jay Z that that had Hybrid Theory and Meteora. The one okay. I think that you're also thinking of is Reanimation. That's the one where it's different versions yeah. of hybrid theory. That's and that's when Aaron Lewis was on yeah. Crawling. Jonathan Davis was on One Step Closer. Yeah. But yeah. on that note, we got to wrap up this edition of the podcast. Yeah. I think we're going to go live next. You're so excited. You want to? <laughs> I do. I really want to go live. Okay, I want to see what's going to happen, especially with this okay. gigantic hole in my mouth. Cool. But we got to do the plugs right now really quick um, because obviously this, this episode is going to drop um, – by the time this episode is released of the podcast, you can go check out the Twitch stream already because that's that puppy's already going to be up there if it if everything works out accordingly. <clears throat> um, I kind of briefly plugged some beard uh, products last last week, I think it was, and you can actually go pick it up now. If you go to my Instagram pra- uh, page, it's at the Real Brandalorian, and if you go to thebeardstruggle.com and you use the promo code Brandalorian, you'll get a discount on your products. And the only reason I'm willing to do this is because it's the stuff that I use, and it's the best stuff that I've used. And because he gets paid. Uh, well, <laughs> and, uh, quite frankly, I wouldn't give a crap if I got paid, mm. uh, but I do. Um, but I've tried multiple different kinds of like beard oil and stuff, and it's the only one that doesn't fuck up my skin. Yeah. So go check it out. It's the beard struggle and, uh, use promo code Brandalorian. You'll get a discount on your stuff over there. My Instagram page is at the real Brandalorian. You can also find me over on Reddit at the real Brandalorian shims Twitch page. It's now twitch.tv slash Hollywood rebellion. Yeah. We took out. The you can also find him over on Twitter. It is at Shim Moore. And a big special th- uh, shout out to our uh, supporters, Victoria Kellerman and Taryn Weiniger. We appreciate you guys' support. If you want to support us, you can always go to anchor.fm slash rockstar101. If you want to be a supporter of the podcast, on that note, his name is Shim. He is the very tired rockstar. <laughs> his name is Brandon. He is the DJ. Class dismissed.